Hey everybody, Max Kevin here, Little Cute Podcast. It's not too long. Well, I drove down to San Diego today, you know, for a little job interview. No big deal. Big boy Max Kevin's got a job interview. Put on my suit, you know, put on my tie. Got my necktie clip. Couldn't find my necktie clip. I was walking around my room. I was like, oh God, where's my necktie clip? And then I found it. It's like, oh, there you are, baby. Oh yeah, I love you so much because you you hold my necktie in place so it doesn't flop around, you know. I drove down there. Took like an hour. Hour and 15 minutes or so. God, they made me fucking... The fucking San Diego State University parking lots. Like, don't have any any ticket machines, right? You gotta use a goddamn app. I had to download this goddamn app and input my credit card number and all that shit. It's like, goddamn it, just take this fucking dollar bill. Why can't you just take, take the dollar? Here it is. Fucking take it, you know? It's fucking 2019, why... It's not getting any easier. There's a, the, the machine was... Why'd you replace the machine with an app? The machine was perfect. The parking... No, no... Did anybody complain? Oh, these parking meter machines. They're so obsolete. We need to upgrade them. We need an app. We need a phone app. It's like, God damn it. What am I supposed to do with my quarters now, you know? Anyway, uh... So I went down there. They, uh... I think, I think they did pretty good during the interview, you know? They, uh... They, uh... I guess one question I messed up, they asked me, like, what's your teaching philosophy? And, like, every, uh, every application pretty much asks you that question. They ask you to, like, write a page on it. And I have that, and I, ha and I have that page prepared. But basically, I, I just kind of went into, like, the, uh, the technical aspects of, the the like, the theoretical basis of language acquisition. And I didn't really talk about my teaching philosophy, you know? Which, which I, I do have, and I have, I've written a couple pages on, you know, which is basically, uh, my role, my role as a teacher and my teaching philosophy, my teaching philosophy of the role of teachers is that they should act as a mentor, a role model, and a motivator, you know, and then I go into details about those three things, but you know, it's all just fucking bullshit, man. And then, uh, you know, I did my cute little sample lesson. It was all right, you know. Uh, I was a little nervous, but, uh, yeah, it was okay. It was not bad, not bad, you know, and then, uh, I drove home. You know, now I'm here, and then, uh, I get home, and I get this email. I'm like, oh, Kevin, thanks, um, we need a reference. We need to check your references. Can you give us a reference? And I'm thinking, well, there's three, there's three on my resume. But then, like, the online application, I wrote, like, this other dude. Like, who was technically my manager. Alright, all right, here we go. I'm going to explain everything to you guys. I'm going to explain everything to you guys how the uh, the English teacher system works in Japan. So it's basically, there's a dispatch company, you know? It's like, I get hired by this company, so I don't directly work for the Japanese government. And I go to the school and teach. And the reason why they do this is because the laws for teaching and working for the government are, are much different, you know? So as a as a dispatch, they can pay me a lot less, you know? They, they pay us, like, I guess, if you get the benefits or whatever. We get paid half as much as normal teachers, you know. And we don't undergo, there's no training. We don't have to get a teacher credential or whatever. We're just fucking native speakers, right? But, but you know, because of all the laws in Japan, that's basically how it has to work. So, <clears throat> so my company's a, a dispatch company, right? They hire me, and they send me to the school. And basically, they'll hire anyone. All you need is a university degree. You don't need any teaching experience. You just need to be a native speaker. They'll hire you, and they send you to the school. And then you never see anyone from the company again, except for the useless monthly meetings where it's a different fucking guy 
running the main guy. Okay, so I worked for this company like for six years, and I had mm, five different bosses. It was basically a different guy every six months. Like, well, the last guy, he he was there for like three years, but before him, it was a different guy every six months. And then he actually he actually left the company when I left too. But anyway, uh, enough about that. Enough about that. So basically, I have no no interaction with my company, or no one even knows who I am at the company. You know, it's like my my technical bosses they they couldn't even recognize my face. And uh, yeah, so yeah, so anyway, she she writes me back and she's like, no, those those references don't do. We need a supervisor. And I wrote her back. I'm like, well, that guy, that guy, um, I don't have his email address because when I quit the company, they, they deleted my email account. And even if I did have his email address, you wouldn't be able to send him an email because that, that was for internal emails only. And so I have no, I have no way of contacting him. And it doesn't really matter though, because he can't recognize my face and he knows nothing about me. He's never seen me teach a lesson. I mean, I didn't say it, you know, that like that, but basically I just said, uh, well, that guy's fucking useless. So just just email email my other references. You know they're they're I mean they they pretty much I mean they weren't officially like my boss, but they acted in that role. They told me what to do. I had to please them. If they weren't happy, they'd recommend to my company to fucking switch me out for someone else. So you know they acted as my boss. And I wrote her back that email, and then I got a reply email. Oh, she's out of office. She's out of the office, right? She fucking went home or whatever. You know. Cause it's like 5.30. Maybe she cut out. Or maybe she was staying overtime after 5. But but anyway. She's like, oh. She's going to be out of the office uh, all day tomorrow too. You know, on Friday. She's going to be gone too. And they want me to start next week? It's like, what? <sighs> I don't know. So we'll see how this goes. I think it went well and they're planning to hire me. But this fucking... Some goddamn technicality. Because I don't have the email address of a of a title of someone with the title supervisor god that's so fucking dumb all these goddamn it's like it's like she was telling me she had to she doesn't actually make the hiring decision she just like fills out the paperwork and gives a recommendation to hr and they make the hiring decision which is kind of fucking i don't know it's fucking stupid because the hr people what the fuck do they know i mean maybe they don't know anything about teaching i mean yeah they take the woman's recommendation but why did they make the decision in the first place why did it why doesn't the fucking person making the recommendation just make the decision you know anyway uh so yeah she's like yeah i need i need a supervisor email to give to this hr thing you know so it might just be some goddamn technicality you know just like like the other fucking university wouldn't accept my application because i didn't click some goddamn box it's like god fuck why can't you just why can't you just be a goddamn human and stop stop being a goddamn robot and just be like oh this box isn't clicked oh oh Oh, this person tech doesn't have the title of your supervisor, so uh, even though they worked with you for five years and and uh, they could answer all of our questions about your teaching ability and and the the guy that whose email address we want, they can't ask answer any of the questions that we want to ask him. So, just oh God, I just I just wish fucking people would just use some goddamn common sense sometimes, you know. Anyway, all this anger might be misplaced. Uh, I might still get the job, you know. So. So who knows, but if I don't get the job, holy shit, man. If I don't get the job, because of a goddamn email address, oh my god, I'm going to kill someone. Well, not not literally, I mean, you know. <laughs> she said that during the interview, you know, she was talking, we're talking about like cultural differences, and she's like, yeah, one student was saying, I'll kill you to the other student, and 
And we had to tell him, that's not appropriate in America. And he said, what, really? People, we say that all the time in my country, you know? And she was telling me that, and I was just thinking, uh, what country are you from, bro? <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what culture it's okay to say, I'll kill you. I mean, I mean, yeah, I, we could say it in English as a joke or whatever, but I'm not, I'm not really aware of any, any culture where they just, oh, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Hey, yeah, you want to go to the baseball game tomorrow? Yeah, 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 I'll bring Jim. Yeah, hey, yeah, bring your bring your friend. Yeah, all right, all right, see you later. Yeah, I'll kill you. All right, see you later, man. No, that never happens, you know? It's like, oh, hey, man, you want to come to my wedding? Here's the invitation. I'll fucking kill you, bro. Bring a present, too. You know? Oh, hey, you want to you wanna come over to my house for dinner? We're going to have a ribeye steak, and I'm going to use the knife to fucking stab you in the heart. Because that's our goddamn culture. I don't know, maybe the guy was from Pakistan or something. You know, anyway, that's a few minutes. Thanks for this, Mabel. See you tomorrow.